fellow photography enthusiasts. Welcome to this episode of On The Lens. This is still the podcast where we discuss photography and the people controlling the shutter release. We have changed our podcast title though. We wanted to make it easier for you to find us in the midst of a wide variety of fascinating podcasts. It's all about that positive growth and change. Now that I've addressed that, we can get into today's great conversation. Now, I'm here with Margaret Njeri. She's an award-winning photographer having won the Pan-Africa Mask Prize in Creativity in 2019. She is also a filmmaker and an all-around artist who is passionate about communicating important messages with the art that she creates. Welcome to today's episode, Margaret. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, it's such a pleasure to have you on. So we have a ton of great things that we're going to discuss today and we'll jump right into it. Now, I'm just going to get into it. In a previous interview you were in, you mentioned that you have a love for art that started when you were really young. You used to watch a kid's art show and create artwork for your friends, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, the good old days when I was young. And free. But yeah, I've always been an artist since I was a kid, honestly. And I think uh, somebody like my mother can testify to that. Seeing me being glued to Art Attack, I think maybe people know it. Maybe somebody may know it. It's called Art Attack. The channel is Art Attack. I loved it. Every Saturday, I used to sit there with my crayons. And whatever I would beg my mother to buy me, she would. And I would just play around, experiment and all that. So art for me isn't really a new thing. I just, I don't know, I grew up and photography just kind of made sense for me to to continue pursuing it. But yeah, it has always been there since I was a kid. Okay. So you have this general love for art and you have tried out different forms of art, right? Like music and drama. What made you settle on photography and filmmaking? Good question. Well, you know, I think... That's 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 why I always insist on people to experiment as much as possible or try out many things so that you know what really sticks for you or what you like or what is good for you and all that. You can always also balance everything out. I think I yeah, I did a lot of drama music stuff when I was in high school. Then I went to university, I did fine art uh, school, which was involved a lot of painting. But when once I started doing photography, I kind of forgot about painting, unless I'm painting something for a set or I'm painting a model or something like that. So I've just experimented like that. And I don't know, photography just stuck for me. The, playing the camera and having to pose people, that just made me way, it just made it more easier. Because I think with other mediums, like such as painting, there's the... You know, the patience of sitting down with the oil and uh, canvas and also that takes a lot of practice and all that. Photography, I don't know, was way more fun, I guess. (laughs) More fun and the more I could do it better. For me, I thought it was way better. And then it also did film. I'm still doing film. I love doing experimental kind of films. That is just something I love. I love this media. Maybe I'm into the technology side of art and all that. That's why I'm always exploring new ways and all that. Okay, so you've mentioned the technology side of art. Now, in a workshop you spoke at, you mentioned about learning the technical aspect of photography. How did you learn how to use a camera to create your art? 
first place was uh, Davasha. Again, when I was in university at Kenyatta University doing fine art, my first long holiday. At that time, you know, photography was still a very hobby thing. And it seemed very fun. I didn't know it could be like a whole professional thing. So I, I, out of an excuse not to go back home during the long holidays, I took a short course at Davasha. It's the, that time it was just Davasha Academy or training, a photography training academy, something like that. And so I did a three months course. That's where I learned a lot of the technical stuff, which is, you know, the three, three months can only just introduce you to a little things. So, but you know, you pick up some, something small and then you keep on practicing. But the first place where I learned the technical stuff has been Davasha. And since then, it has also been learning, 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 and learning it never really stops. Yeah, definitely. So now I want to get into these different varieties of art forms you've taken up. So you did the music, you did the drama, you've taken up the photography and the filmmaking. Now, when it comes to um, the art or like you did the painting. So now you studied fine art in university and you also joined a theater group for now the drama part of it. Why photography and um, what like you've talked about you loved and fell into photograph in love with photography after trying all these other mediums. So what is it that you've taken from those other art forms and how have they influenced your photography today? Oh, that is a really good question because they do heavily influence how we practice photography. I think when I tell people how I love production design in film, they'll say, you know, I see it in your photo because how you construct your sets and how you think about color Fine art school, when I was doing painting, I learned so much about color, texture, composition, and all that in terms of um, like a painter's perspective. And then I learned it from a photographer's perspective. And then I come to film and learn it from a filmmaking perspective. And at the same time, it's still visual art. Everything is still visual art. So you can still imply all these things to photography. And maybe that is why I actually love photography because I can combine everything here. I can combine everything and set up my painting if I want it there and whatever action I want to see if it's drama and whatever mood I want to see, I can capture it or with a still image or just also a moving image. I think that's why, that's why photography is stuck for me. Yeah. Okay, so you've done this for like over four years, yeah? Yeah, six, uh, six years now. You've been doing photography for six years and you've managed to kind of create this brand around your specific photography. Your photography is focused on um, telling stories about women and dealing with quite serious topics like mental health. Yeah. Now, do you believe that your photo, your photographs have a voice and what kind of voice does that work have? Yes, I think they do. And that is the whole purpose of um, one, me creating uh, the kind of work that I do. I, I am an artist and artists, the, the purpose of artists in the society, as people say all the time, is to create, to be the mirror of society and to create conversation, to start conversation, to bring change. And, the, you know, looking at my environment and what is maybe bothering me about the things that I'm seeing, or also the good things that I'm seeing, and I want them to be conversations. And they, it, it, um, they do kind of work out like that. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but we, you know, going 
um, going to exhibitions, talking to people in galleries, even just on social media, art fairs, articles, all these other avenues where people get to interact with my work. We have this conversation of mental health. We have this conversation on issues facing women in my society and all that. We do have the conversations whenever somebody will see me picture. So that is part of education. And that is part of people seeing, you know, bringing change a little bit. Because I think the biggest way to change something is through conversations, educations, education, I mean. And, you know, all these instances where people get to interact with my work, something gets triggered in their head. And yeah, no matter how subtle it is, it, it, it's part of uh, bringing change because they think about maybe something differently. They they look at another perspective of things. Yeah, I, I think my work does that. Okay, so your work is kind of like a conversational starter. They look at your work and you're really hoping that they'll talk about the message that you're trying to communicate through that work. So you have several photos um, in like series of photos uh, on that topic of mental health and women, such as Brembo, Caged and Wrapped Up in My Head. Can you tell us a little bit about why mental health is so important to you? Because it isn't talked about enough and we so many people still struggling to this is not only this goes beyond my society, my Kenyan society or the environment that I'm currently living in or globally all over the world. People still silently die every day and struggle every day. And sometimes, you know, it, it has a ripple effect on so many things, on how people interact with each other, the moods, the attitude, the way we talk to each other. Because, yeah, if, and, and that is something that I came to realize during that time when I was creating this work. Uh, that was in 20, 2018, I think. Yeah, so I was around 20, 21 years old. And so, you know, at that early young adulthood stage, not having uh, been exposed to the conversation of mental health before, and myself struggling with my mental health um, during 2017, I, you know, I felt like very stuck. And since it was something that I struggled with, I started, I tried to understand it. And during the process of understanding, that is how my, one of the ways I understand things or how I interpret what I understand is through photography. And so if this is something that is constantly in your head or it's bothering you, I, I try and um, put it out through the photos and all that. And yeah, that's how it came about. I think it's an ongoing conversation. I don't think I have put a full stop to that series because this is an ongoing conversation and something that we always have to keep talking and keep reminding ourselves to be kind and, and all that oh that's a really good note to take our break on guys we need to be more kind and consider considerate about this particular issue so we're just going to take a bit of a break and when we get back we're going to discuss with margaret about her experiences getting nominated for different awards and even winning some of those awards herself this podcast is sponsored by Davasha Media Academy. If you're someone who would like to learn about photography, videography, or graphic design, then this is for you. Davasha Media Academy offers beginners, elementary, and intermediary courses that include topics such as camera techniques, composition, editing, and a lot more. You'll also have an opportunity to go on photography trips to put into practice everything you're learning. Being a student at Davasha Media Academy also gives you the chance 
to be mentored by more experienced photographers even after you're done with the training. The Academy is located at CPA Center, which is along Thick Road. If you're interested in being trained in photography, videography, or graphic design, you can reach out to them by calling 0724-500-574. All right, so we are back with Margaret. Now, Margaret, you won the Pan-Africa Mask Prize in 2019 in the area of creativity. Can you tell us what that was like? Uh, I don't know. It was kind of unexpected, I guess. At at that time, I was... Because the the, the award is to less than 25 years old. So, I don't know, I was 22, I guess, (laughs) the month. (laughs) But... Yeah, I mean, it was it was a very exciting opportunity, and I felt very happy, of course, to win the cash prize because that helped me do a project. My the next project, that's where the money went to, and I was also very count, kind of counting on that, <laughs> crossing my finger that I get some money out of this. And I didn't think I would honestly, because there's so many talented, talented, and creative people in the country, and yeah, it can be be quite competitive. But it was nice because you know that community is still very alive and we keep in touch with the, in touch with everybody, and yeah, it was it was it, it the ripple effect was amazing. Did it in some way influence how you do your photography? Like, it, did it give you that confidence boost that you needed, or were you already confident in your work and you were like, this is just like, um, it's it's only confirming what I already knew about myself. I think, yeah, uh, you know, 2019 had been a very, um, well, a lot of things, a lot of things were working out for me in 2019. That's when I started seeing that, you know, I'm in the right path and I was getting some more recognition, especially in the country. I'd already done the pop-up pop show and all that. So it by that time, by the time the award was coming in, it gave me that extra push to or extra what is it reassurance that yeah you 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 know you are the you're the one (laughs) keep going something like that now you you got that award you've been nominated for the london emerging photographer award you've been nominated for kalasha awards in the area of filmmaking and you've been featured in articles you've been featured in um exhibitions and things like that can you tell our listeners a little bit about what the journey of getting to a point where people recognize your work because i'm sure it was not just like you finished your training and the next day you began being featured in different platforms yeah oh my god that that has been i I think rocky (laughs) it has been rocky you know because the self-doubts are there and then you don't really know you don't really know if um, if this is gonna work out or it, I also the lack of um, there are not many final photographers in the country and so there isn't really such a big community of it and the journey can be quite lonely and often I think in life we need somebody to pat ourselves on the back and tell us you know you you could you could keep going and so sometimes I didn't I feel like I didn't have that. But I slowly I found my people, my community, people in the art industry, some non-photographers, but artists who still understand me and my journey. And, you know, all this networking is what has kept bringing these opportunities and these uh, platforms or just giving me uh, the, the platform to be recognized and all that. 
So it, it has been a growing thing. There's always ups and downs. Sometimes you'll be ups, then the down they gotta come anyway. So it has been quite a journey, but I'm I'm so proud of myself, honestly. And we are also proud of you because you're representing in so many different ways. Like these awards have not only been in Africa, but they've also been outside Africa and you've been showcasing some beautiful work as a Kenyan. Now, let me ask you on that topic. Not only are you Kenyan, but you are also a woman in photography and we are still the minority in this area, um, in this field. What's it like for you um, engaging with other photographers as a woman? Sometimes we're aware of it and sometimes we're not, but what's the experience been for you? I love it when I meet other female photographers, honestly. It's always a breath of fresh air because <laughs> you're used to interacting with men all the time. And, it, it, um, you know, how, we, how it's always like, it's always very uplifting and we pat each other's back and you know you're like you know we, I caught you at least I know another women female photographer we're not only five anymore we are <laughs> many we, are, we keep on growing it's always amazing and I, I always just love love it when I meet other female photographers and I try to cheer cheer them on and we build such a beautiful community we I have a community of female photographers from um there's a there's a community a larger organization called Black Women Photographers. It's a more international organization, but then they have like sub communities for specific countries, and so we have like another one for Kenyan female photographers, which is always such a nice place, and it it just always feels safe. It wasn't always the case, maybe when I was starting out, because maybe I just didn't know so many people, but we, you couldn't even see so many female photographers in the scene. That's like five years ago. They were countable. You will count them in the hand, in one hand. But now we are so many, and it's just amazing to see. Still, the ratio is not the same. <laughs> but we're getting there, and it's nice to see. Yeah, I'm definitely loving how we are progressing and moving forward in this area. So just a final question. Tell us what... Um, the future is looking like for you as a photographer. Any projects you've got coming up? Anything that you're looking forward to? Any projects you um, are planning to shoot anytime soon? The future is me. It, how I, I feel like I'm, I'm going to transcend to the future is me being taking control of my own, of my art, of myself. Because a lot of my art is just centered around my life or what I'm experiencing and before it I felt maybe I could feel some pressure and I maybe I didn't know how to be an artist. I just couldn't figure that out. But now I'm getting to a place where I have I feel like I'm more free. There's more freedom for me. It's just a matter of creating when I can, when I want, when I feel like I'm required to or when I'm inspired to. I don't really pressure myself. I may shoot once in a year and that's fine, twice in a year. Whenever the inspiration comes, it will come. That's the place I don't want. I want to get to being more free or in control of my craft. And because my craft is tied to myself. And yeah, there's nothing as important of a sense of freedom for your for yourself. Because we are only stuck with ourselves twenty four seven. But yeah, projects coming up, I'm looking towards shooting a documentary centered around um, female bath attendants, traditional bath attendants of the coastal region. That is, main, that is what I'm eyeing on right now. 
in future we'll see we'll see where the future takes me awesome thank you so much for taking the time to be on this with us thank you all for listening to this episode with Margaret and Jerry. I'm looking forward to the next one and I hope you'll join us too. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast to get notified on the next one. You can also follow us on Instagram at the lens KE for more content. For the moment, please take a second to rate us on Apple Music or Spotify. We would love to get your feedback. Looking forward to catching you on the next one.